Hey everyone, and welcome to Notice, all about life's podcast. If you tuned in last time, you know that we were talking about judgment. Is it okay to judge? Is judging wrong? Today, we are going to delve more into this topic and talk about cultural judgment. But first, let's shout out some Black-owned businesses right here in Columbus, Ohio, as well as a couple of ministries. So first we have at babe underscore by Christina. Once again, at babe underscore by Christina. Christina sells soy candles, soaps, hair care products, and more. Next we have at four period, the period, love period, of period, tees. Once again, that's at for the love of tees. Vanessa has a variety of t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Next we have at mylifeofstyle.kwg. Once again, at mylifeofstyle.kwg. Kia has a multitude of products, wreaths to magnets, to clothing, to cards. She just is a jack of all trades. Next we have at Kim's Oils. Oils and community events. Next we have at Good Girl Project underscore, which is a community outreach service for young women. And lastly, we have at author speaker Joe Woodley, who is an author and speaker for businesses and faith. Oh, and one more. Obviously, we have All About Life OH, where we have online contests, online community events, we have apparel, and we have, of course, this amazing podcast. And I just want to let you all know that we are currently in need of independent music for our podcast. So if you or anyone you know is interested, please email us at allaboutlifeoh at gmail.com or send a DM on Instagram or Facebook. All right, so let's get into it, guys. All right, guys, so I guess it is time to get started on this week's topic. You know that we're still continuing our judgment talk, but today specifically we're going to be zoning in on cultural judgment, and there's just a few definitions I want to throw out there. So first, so cultural relativism is the idea that a person's beliefs, values, and practices should be understood based on that person's own culture and not be judged against the criteria of another. And there are two forms of cultural relativism. First, you have absolute, which basically means that everything that happens within a culture must and should not be questioned by outsiders. And then you have critical, which means that this creates questions about cultural practices in terms of who is accepting them and why. And critical cultural relativism also recognizes power relationships. So about a week ago, one of my best friends who is white was explaining to me that she was on TikTok and I assumed that she was within a live video chat at the time and a African-American was preparing a certain dish. Now, as time goes on, you guys know how chats go. People are in there commenting on if whether or not they like the dish and if it looked amazing and all that jazz. Well, my friend chimed in and she simply asked the question, oh, what's the recipe? And then 
all of these people who were in the chat who mainly were African-American started firing back at her saying that she would never be able to make the dish because she's white. And then also basically telling her that she needed to stay in her lane because she wasn't black. And they felt like white people oftentimes try to steal recipes and stuff from black culture, as well as a list of other things for another day. So as my friend was telling me the story, I immediately just started cracking up because I thought it was so hilarious because although I wasn't there, I could picture like exactly how it happened. And I know my friend's heart and I just, I did feel bad for her, but I also found it very funny because I can't believe, you know, people are cruel, but it was still funny to me. But now I've realized that it's not right to turn people off just because you know they don't have the same skin color as you and they don't have the same cultural makeup instead I feel that we should always be trying to uplift other cultures but do it in a way where we don't feel like we're losing ourselves and with that being said I also believe that a lot of times that's why certain groups of people do feel like they don't want to share things because they feel like they're losing a sense of their culture Um, But to each his own. But in that little story, hopefully you guys weren't laughing like I did at my friend. But that falls into the absolute cultural relativism. So once again, um, as I mentioned earlier, that's everything that happens within a culture must and should not be questioned by outsiders. And I'm wondering today, like, what do you guys feel is like the line like how far should people be able to cross into another person's culture before they're labeled as trying to be that specific culture um or should we be thinking more along the lines of maybe people just really just want to be educated and they want to learn things and they might see that your culture is doing something better than what their own is and they just want to enhance their lifestyle but i don't know i want to know your guys' thoughts And then kind of going further along off of that, you now have the cross-cultural relationship, which is the idea that people from diverse cultures can have relationships that acknowledge, respect, and begin to understand each other's diverse lives. So at what point can people become more cross-cultural? I think within the last four years, we saw a lot of separation we saw a lot of tearing down um people just not wanting to be around people who didn't look like them and then you had groups who were the opposite and they did want to um come together more and they educated themselves and they went out to the community and they formed relationships with people who didn't necessarily look like them because they saw the need to help other people who were suffering which i think is so awesome and it's amazing Um, But as we do start to mix our cultures more in life, as it's been happening for a long time now, um, how far can we go? Um, As a Black woman, I know personally, sometimes I hate feeling that Black women give away too many hair techniques on YouTube. But that's just a personal opinion. And for some of you who are listening, you might not have even known that, but you'll probably go Google it now and you'll see what I mean. Like there's thousands upon thousands of hair videos that gives away all of our secrets. And I've had cases 
at my job where I've gone in with my new crochet hairstyle, you know, trying to mind my own business and do my work. And here comes one of my coworkers who has a different skin complexion than me and comes up to me and starts questioning, oh, is that your hair? Can I touch it? Can I play with it? Can I feel it? How did you do it? How long did it take to install? And it's just all these questions. And I know that a lot of times people don't mean any harm by that, but it's like, I really don't want to share with you step A through Z on how I do my hair or every time you see me do a hair update, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how I did it because anybody who knows me, you know, every two, maybe three months at the most, I have a different hairstyle. It's just part of who Cynthia is. So for me, that's something that really strikes a nerve. And I feel that we have given up way too many of our hair secrets. And I remember when I was in high school, There was this big thing where if you were a black girl who wanted straight hair or long hair and you went to get weave or you just wanted naturally straight, relaxed hair, you were labeled as trying to be too white. And then now it's funny in the future because now we have Caucasian girls who are more into extensions and they never get labeled as trying to be black or whatever just because they want extensions in their hair. Or now you have ones who have mastered cornrows and braids and stuff and calling them new hairstyles even though we've been wearing them for 400 well more than that a long time (laughs) in history but they're being labeled as these new hairstyles and black women have been doing this for a long time so i just don't understand like that whole thing like why constantly are black women told that they are trying to be a different race or identity just because they want a certain hairstyle or look. But a lot of times when it's another race doing the same thing, they're not labeled as trying to be anything other than themselves. So for me, that's something I've never understood. And there's plenty more examples. But like I said, I do want to get more to the place of where there's more cross-cultural relationships. But I also feel that, once again, people should still have their own unique thing. And I know for a lot of African-Americans, due to our history and how a lot of us were brought to this country, that we lost a lot of that when it came through slavery. Not saying we all descended from slaves, but the ones of us who did, a lot of our identity and cultural makeup was lost. And so that's something that we don't have anymore. And so for us, like, I feel that even though we might not have it in the past, that it's very important for us to take what we do have now and start channeling these stories and these films and music and whatever else we can pass down to future generations about what we do know of our history, even before slavery, um, getting all that documented, which there's already been this big revolution of that happening. And I think it's so phenomenal to be able to share those things with other cultures, but first and foremost, within our own culture and community. So I've kind of talked about a lot today and I do want to know your guys' thoughts. Um, If you would just let me know what you're thinking about this whole cultural relativism and cultural judgment and in what ways in your life have you experienced cultural judgment? Let me know. You can call in or you can send a direct message or you can email allaboutlifeoh at gmail.com. It's been a pleasure speaking with you all today and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and stay warm. (music) 
Someone out there is dying to comment on cultural relativism. If this is you, all you'll have to do is go to anchor.fm slash notice, which is N-O-T-E-Z slash message. Once again, anchor.fm slash N-O-T-E-Z slash message. We're waiting. If you're on Instagram, I need you to go to allaboutlife08 and follow us. And if you're on Facebook, I need you to go to All About Life Events and follow us there as well. And then lastly, if you would go over to our website, it's allaboutlifeoh.com and get registered. Sign up. The membership is only $9.99 per month. Get connected with us, become acquainted, meet some new people, share new ideas, learn some new business products. Now, lastly, I want to talk about our contest. As you know, we are down to five days. There's five days left to submit to either the Surviving 2020 contest or the Because It Matters contest. Once again, we're not looking for anything fancy. We just need you to submit a film recording up to three minutes in length. So this is a mini film and you can talk about those two topics that I just gave you. And to submit, all you have to do is go to allaboutlifeoh.com slash groups slash contests. Once again, allaboutlifeoh.com slash groups slash contests. Once you go to the website, there's going to be a form. Please fill out all the fills that have an asterisk beside it. And then you're going to upload your film pieces and then give us a mini bio of who you are, what you do, all that jazz. And at the bottom, you're going to select your genre. And then you're simply going to save and submit. After that, you've been entered. We need for you to share the word, spread the word if you haven't already. There's still time. Five days is enough time to get a new film going if you don't already have one to submit. And thank you guys for your time. If you have any questions, please let me know. Once again, have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time.